Hello and welcome to Hit the Bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. We screwed that up like a few seconds ago. It's easy for you to two. say. Yeah, I use the word we because I know you're a generous person and right. you want to be mixed in with us. my, my screw-ups. Yeah. We're here on the, the set of Evil Dead the Musical. Very special guest, Jared Blatt. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for letting us be here. Thank, yes, thank you for, for having me on this. It's the first time I've ever been on stage. I hope I don't get stage fright. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm not an actor, being on stage, like, I want to sing and dance. And yeah, yeah there, there's an energy about the stage, mm -hmm. for sure. I want to start using funny accents. Um, we could do that now. I could do it. We yes. just like a British accent. I'll be British. Okay, I'll be German. Okay. Um, okay. I'll be American. <laughs> okay. American. I can play cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is Tech Week uh, yeah. for Evil Dead. Yeah. For those who don't know what Tech Week means in the theater, um, what does it mean? Uh, Tech Week is essentially where we uh, begin combining and meshing all of the technical elements of a show. So uh, prior to Tech Week, rehearsals are just kind of bare stage, uh, actors getting used to the pattern of the show, getting their lines down, uh, things of that nature. And Tech Week is when we go, oh, hey, we're going to start adding lights and costumes and the set will be up and, you know, you have to get used to all these ridiculous things that we're going to start throwing at you, basically. Hmm. Um, more stressful, less stressful than the, the weeks leading up to it? Uh, it d depending on the show, um, okay. it can be relatively simple. With this show in particular, it's, uh, I wouldn't say that it's super stressful, but there's a lot that you have to uh, keep in mind and um, you have to keep focus uh, mm. during this tech week. There's just a lot of, uh, lot of moving pieces in this show, a lot of blood and... Yeah. Gets I saw that around. in the backstage, and I learned a lesson not to go to the backstage. Just going out, don't <laughs> adult supervision. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's literally the the don't go in that room moment in the yeah. in the movie theaters. Yeah. This is no no uh, typical musical. No, no. Um, if you uh, if someone hasn't seen, uh, or if even if someone has seen the the movie yeah. The movies, yeah, um, like what can they expect from the musical version of Evil Dead? Uh, if you have seen the movies, I would say that's a big plus. Um, there's, I mean, 90% of the show is references to the original trilogy. Um, it's mainly kind of based around Evil Dead 2. Um, so it's, it's just completely campy and silly for the purposes of being campy mm -hmm. and silly. Uh, but if you haven't seen uh, any of the Evil Dead movies, which you should, um, <laughs> It's, uh, it's absolutely an ode to horror films in general. Um, you know, all the, the typical tropes and stereotypes and archetypes within horror movies. Um, anybody that likes horror movies, or really movies in general, would, would probably enjoy the show just for the sake of seeing blood being sprayed on everybody. Do you like horror movies? Oh, I love horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Evil Dead 2, I think, when I was 11, uh, and I thought it was like the best thing ever created. Um, and I've, yeah, I've never, I've never been, uh, scared of horror movies per se. I've, I've always just enjoyed the thematic elements within them. I get so, so scared. Really? <laughs> yes. Just like, like, uh, disturbed is what happens to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I still watch them, but yeah. Yeah. I think the, the first movie, the first horror movie I ever watched, cause my parents wouldn't let us watch horror movies. 
uh, until I remember maybe like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Well, a friend of mine had, um, uh, it was one Cinemax. Of, no, no. yeah, like, like one, one, one <laughs> different story. Uh, that's, um, a, that's scary for a whole other reason. <laughs> one of the uh, the uh, Freddy Krueger movies. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but I remember like for the first time seeing that, like which was like you know forbidden for so long, and oh, also right. this is a horror movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is amazing, and I'm so frightened for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know? yeah, Freddy Krueger's freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was still like some like you know goofy campiness to it. Right. Then there's like the horror movies like, the ones that really, really mess with me are the ones that are totally like almost believable. Right. Um, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, even yeah. like uh, Blair Witch Project, that kind of stuff that's seen. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, could, and it had that found footage element so you're ah. kind of like, did they really find tapes of these people dying in yeah. the woods? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I walked away from seeing that the first time a total believer that that was like a real thing. Really? And I was just like, I don't want to live in this planet anymore. Yeah. It was the first movie that, that trolled people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I remember Blair Witch is like moving camera like, this ain't no movie. This is not like the camera is supposed to be still and all this, which added to the mm. right. realistic yeah. of it. Yeah. I remember walking into... Um, there's Freddy Cougar right there. There we, there we go. <laughs> Let's run upstairs. <laughs> I heard a noise. Let's follow it. I saw Blair Witch at, um, I can't remember if it was one of the older theaters. It's not there anymore or not. Or Quail Springs. Anyway, I remember walking in and they had like a number of chairs covered up. Where because of the, the motion of the camera, people had just like gotten sick. And just it, started yeah, and hurling just, everywhere. Uh -huh. And you oh, walk in wow. like, oh, they just, they just covered them up. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I hope that doesn't happen in this show. Uh, although, I guess there's room for that. But the seats will be covered <laughs> for the blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which. Yes, speaking of which. The splatter zone. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? Right there. Yeah, splatter zone is uh, uh, comprised of the first two rows, 45 seats, basically, um, which we have dedicated... Uh, to a large amount of blood uh, being sprayed at. Um, now, how do you keep it going from the to the third row? Well, we've we've incorporated a buffer zone, um, which is the the two rows uh, behind. Okay. Uh, row C okay. and D. All right. Uh, there there might be a little bit of blood Spillage. that kind of yeah kind of gets on you. Over. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. But the actors are, are are aiming for the first two rows and. Um, they they aim for you. That that is okay. the aim of the splatter zone. Yeah, they come out early. And go, oh. Those yeah 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 yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure they'll pick a couple favorites to to spray. When it comes to aiming, um, <laughs> <laughs> like in rehearsals, like when you when the actors first started to practice the aiming, mm -hmm. were you like, nope, that you, that was let's, let's dial that in a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was it was the opposite. Um, we use a, uh, a combination of blood packs and then um, blood sprayers. The blood sprayers, if you pump up too much, the, the, get that, the PSI too high, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like a geyser. Um, oh, I love this so much. But with the, uh, the blood packs, uh, we did a rehearsal Saturday, and um, it was like, no, get it farther. Like, let's, let's see that stuff <laughs> let's fly. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'm sure once we, because we're working with the sprayers tonight um, mm. for the first time. I'm sure once we start with that, it'll be. Now, of course, you can get uh, tickets for that online, but do you have the first 45 seats filled up faster than everything else, or is it, yeah. or are there the very few want those seats? Uh, it, it seems to be that the, the, the biggest fans of Evil Dead are kind of the ones that are, are, are gotcha. preferring the splatter zone. Um, as if I were seeing the show, I'm a huge fan of Evil Dead, so I'd be like, yeah, spray me with blood. Um, but I also know several people that are like, nah, I don't, I'll just I'll watch it from I'll a watch distance. I'll watch this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same effect here. Yeah. I'll watch. I'll, I'll feel like I have it on. Yeah, but the splatter zone seats are are, are going fast. So mm, right on. Yeah. This is a, re a return return performance for Evil Dead mm -hmm. the Pollard. Um, the last time you guys did this here, was it the kind of uh, run? Where you saw like fans that came and saw the musical like multiple times throughout oh, yeah. the run. Yeah, uh, there was a, a couple that I saw maybe three weeks ago, and they uh, they saw the poster and they were like, "Oh my God, we saw it like seven times last time!" And I was like, "Good heavens, you know, <laughs> that's amazing. That's uh, yeah." Um, but a lot of people are excited that it's coming back. A lot mm. of people said they saw it several times and really enjoyed it. So. Well, for me, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the movie. So, what's the gist? What's the the background? Um, it's uh, a combination of all three movies. So, the story is um, it kind of jumps in time a couple times. Uh, well, really, just once. Um, but five college kids go to this abandoned, secluded cabin in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they read from what could a go wrong? right, exactly. And I feel like I am in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> they, for our uh, video audience. Right. Yes. yes. They uh, they read from a book called the Necronomicon, which is the Book of the Dead, and uh, unknowingly and unintentionally awaken a um, uh, flock of evil spirits uh, that come and uh, have have their way with people. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty intense. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's got uh, uh, singing and dancing that seemingly comes out of nowhere, but, but fits right into the story. There's tangos, there's ballads, there's, and it's all pertaining to losing limbs and shooting people and uh, sawing their heads off. With a, like the movies going to a musical, do you think it was uh, easier or more difficult going from like a, you know, this kind of revered uh, cinema, exp like, you know, thing to a musical, does that, like, did it lend itself to you, you think? Or was it, you know, difficult to make it, you know, to honor or whatever, that experience from the movies? Well, I know that uh, uh, the writers and the composers were huge fans of the, mm. the movies. Um, so I, you can tell that they're, they've paid a great deal of homage to not only the movies themselves, but to Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, the two guys that kind of you know, helmed, the, helmed it from the beginning. Um, I, the, the cast and crew are also huge fans of the show, so the whole process has been, uh, you know, what, what more can we do to uh, give more for the fans while also trying to entertain a large audience, but I, I think in general, the show uh, is something that I think Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell could watch and be like, yeah, they, they did that right. They did that good. They take a lot of pride into that because it's such a, the, the, the movie is such a big deal that you, yeah. want, you want to 
do it justice as well, take pride in your in your performance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We um, we've got. Our, our Book of the Dead, our Necronomicon, we uh, got signed by Bruce Campbell, who's the guy that played Ash, the hero. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody has a great deal of reverence for the show, and um, but it's by no means is it serious. It's it's a complete <laughs> raunchy, silly, ridiculous musical, and everybody knows it. So I think Yay. I think that's why it's uh, <laughs> I think that's why people were, uh, react so positively to it. You should add a splatter zone to, to all the shows. To every show, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a wonderful life, splatter zone. Splatter zone, <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, yeah, he jumps off a bridge, I now, guess. Now, is, like, <laughs> is it like against the rules to film a, uh, a play, a private film type deal, and like maybe send it to like Bruce and say, hey, is that, I mean, is that, is uh, that a no-no well, in film? I, we as a theater can film it for archival purposes. Correct, for yeah. your purposes, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it's, it's against copyright law for anybody else to film it. Yeah, I, well, I, meant, I meant for you but, guys, but for just us to, to show, like, hey, here's, you know, here's look what we did, you need to come to Guthrie and watch it in person. I haven't thought about that. Uh, I, <laughs> on, on Instagram, uh, we posted a, a, a little Evil Dead promo thing, and the guy that wrote the show uh, tagged us and saw it and, and started promoting it. Yeah. So well, that's he, yeah, he got he we got the approval. That's from him the kind of yeah, I mean yeah. maybe not film the whole thing, but that's what yeah, that's perfect. Sure, play of send him a promo or Absolutely. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I should. Hey, you signed my Necronomicon, man. <laughs> yeah, come to Guthrie. Tickets are on sale right now. <laughs> Guaranteed, you don't. But uh, but yeah. Uh, who all is in the show? Uh, Will Rogers is our leading man. He was uh, in Evil Dead in 2014. He's playing Ash. Uh, we've got Megan Montgomery re returning as Linda, his uh, girlfriend. Uh, John Philip Olsen plays Jake, the kind of hillbilly harbinger character. Um, uh, Ian Cummings plays Scott, the douchey uh, best friend. Uh, Caleb Bruza plays the bit part demon. Um, Laura Renfro is our female heroine. And I think that's everybody. Kristen Coons. Kristen Coons. Uh, couldn't forget her. She, uh, she's hiding in the cellar most of the show. Maybe that's why. But um, she, she plays. Hides really well. Yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> until she pops out, and she's really scary. But she plays uh, the sister, um, and uh, they're all fantastic. They're all really great. Fun to work with. Very talented. It starts. Uh, opens this Friday. It opens this Friday on uh, October 11th and runs mm. till November 2nd. And I think. Uh, it's one of those runs where, is it just Fridays and Saturdays, or? We have uh, strictly Friday and Saturday shows until uh, the week of uh, Halloween, and then we have a, a show on Halloween night at 8, 8 p.m. Oh, nice. Which is, that's a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And yeah. tickets are advanced tickets at thepollard.org, of course, right here at the Pollard. Yep. Uh, Pollard.org, you can call the box office at 405-282-2800. Uh, Hmm. Um, and you can buy uh, tickets for opening weekend are actually going to be uh, $19, um, excluding the Splatter Zone, which is our uh, typical rate of, of 30 Very nice. If you've never bought tickets online at the Pollard, it's super easy and like has all the seats that you can choose yeah, yeah, from. Like and select yeah. your seats. Quick and, click. Yeah. Good and maybe we need, I could put up a YouTube tutorial if people don't know. How to, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was probably a reference that wasn't filmed. But um, We were talking about how handy YouTube yes. is. Yeah. Yes. It right. helped me out today yeah. on my phone. Yeah, it's, it's great. I look up YouTube videos for uh, all kinds of problems I have every single day. I yeah. was moving 
videos from my phone, like I do all the time, except I got a new phone. I tried three different cables. <laughs> I tried two different laptops. And I said a few happy words, and you know what? I YouTube it, and you had the answer in 45 seconds. Mm. It was in settings, photos, click, done. Done, yeah. You could just Life ask went your, on. You could just ask your phone how to solve it for you. Yeah. Hey, Siri! Why isn't this working <laughs> for me? <laughs> oh, it was yeah. a nightmare. Um, cool. Um, the Pollard.org for tickets opens this Friday. Uh, and I bet the Halloween night. Yeah, that's show what I was, is, I was thinking. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the best. Absolutely. Yeah. That um, should be good. Yeah. Yeah. You can, like, you can bring your, your small children with you downtown yeah. to, to, to trick or treat and then, and then bring them to the Throw them in the splatter zone. Yeah. They'll get a bunch of Kool Aid. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what our blood mixture is. So, uh, oh. I love Kool Aid. Cherry? Cherry. Yeah. Wild Tropical. cherry, I believe. Ooh, wild cherry. Yeah. Light cherry is good, too. Yeah. Tropical punch is good. Yeah. The traditional Guthrie Halloween experience. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you can do the downtown trick-or-treating, four to six, go yep. eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, many places downtown. And then yeah. your perfect timing right here. Yeah. Hmm. Drop your kids off at the daycare in the back backstage. <laughs> Jamie can watch all the children backstage. While, yeah. You know. <laughs> daycare? Yeah. Daycare. Night care? Night care. Night care. Night care. Evil dead care. Pollard care. Evil dead care. Yeah. Yeah. Pollard care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said it all. <laughs> I, it's great. Thanks again for having us on uh, on your stage. On Thank set you for coming. Really, yeah, it really feels great. If you're just listening to us, we're um, we're looking at the stage right now. The set. So how long did it take yeah. to build this? Bad boy. Uh, we built it originally in 2014. It was designed by uh, Heidi Hoffer, who was a professor at OSU. Um, I, I, it took several months to build it yeah. uh, in, uh, the first time, but we stored it away and uh, took about a week and a half to get it up this time. So that's like something that maybe doesn't get appreciated enough with theater stuff is going from show to show. People are working on stuff while you're still f finishing the, the last show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And we have a company of, uh, of six people, so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has their hand in, in everything when it comes to sets coming down and going back up, so. Uh, uh, we're looking, like, you know, right now at sc scaffolding and mm -hmm. ladders and all this stuff that uh, is getting finished off for, for Friday night, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was telling Justin, like, uh, over my shoulder, is a reel-to-reel reel reel to reel deal, oh. but uh, the corner of it is taped off for the exact spot. I mean, you just, instead of just putting it, like I said, you just put it down in every spot. I mean, it's reel-to-reel, reel, you just put it in, but it's actually marked off exactly yeah. where it wants to go, not over here and over, right exact spot. Yeah. In Ex exact detail. Yeah. You, you have to have that um, in a lot of situations. Sometimes it's for aesthetics, but a lot of times it's, uh, Hey, if you're not on your spike, something's going to be moving, and yeah. you know we don't want people getting hurt, uh, yeah. specifically in this show because there's so many things flying around and happening. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of detail and and hard work that that goes into it for if sure. You have flying Kool Aid. You better have everything marked. That's all. Yeah. Very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. So. Well, if you have people who are memorizing thousands and thousands of words of lines, you don't want them to stop and go. Why is that there and not there? Uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, right. You know, that's right. me. <laughs> right. I, I, just memorizing lines, I think, is just mind-boggling to me how hard that would be. Because yeah. you like look at movie scripts, and they're exactly like is in the movie. 
Right. They're like, well, did they just change the script because they changed it in the, I don't know, but it's amazing how word for word on scripts are. Yeah, yeah. It, the, I'd be terrible at that. We have a stage manager who is on book and, and you know, gives line notes anytime we get a little too far off the, the original script, but. Uh, Who's stage managing this show? Uh, Joel Shrimsher. Um He uh, was our, our hand in the last production. Uh, he was also our uh, walking demon tree. Um, ah. We've got one of those in the show. That's such a great resume. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horseback riding, uh, yodeling, and then uh, evil demon tree. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's doing great. He knows the show really well, and he's he's help, helping piece it together uh, quite nicely. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be a great show. I I certainly hope so. Hey, I invite Jed Wagner uh, out to the show. Jed Wagner. I saw him today, and. Uh -huh. uh, he was on his bicycle. Well, you've, uh, uh, you've talked about him on the show, so he's by podcast law, which is required to come to the show. That's what I told him. Take his own cell to pollard.org. Yeah. Pollard.org yeah. for 282. 2800. Or you can just walk into the box office. Easy way yeah. to do it. Jennifer, our lovely box office yeah. manager, will, will be happy to get tickets She's for you. She's there 24 hours a day. She is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or In spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Thanks again. Come to the show, and we'll see you next week. Or you'll hear us next week. Yes. Hit the book. Coming home, coming home.